Welcome, welcome, welcome to BDC Raw Live. I'm your host, Josh Mitchell, and we have a great episode. I've got a wonderful, wonderful guest, and I'm so excited that he's on the show. Uh, but first, real quick, uh, September 21st, BDC Raw is going to be coming to you live September 21st in Raleigh, North Carolina. We have some amazing, amazing guest speakers. Um, that's in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 21st. BDC Raw brought to you by CoVideo. So make sure you get your tickets. It's bdcrawevent.com. That's bdcrawevent.com. And I look forward to seeing you there. And so obviously I've been doing these for a little bit and um, I've added a little element to this. So if you can't watch it live or you need to, you want to listen to it while you're on your drive to work, um, you can catch us on um, podcast form on just look up BDC Raw um, on Spotify. Uh, just got added to iHeartRadio. So if you want to listen to us, um, I typically put these up 15 minutes after the show. And so make sure you follow us on there. It's BDC Raw. You can find it. You just look at the logo, you can see it, and we can have you listen to us instead of look at us if you don't want to look at us. Um, and so I know because we're getting fluffy because we don't have the ability to get haircuts. So it's a little bit, I'm ready for us to, to, to get out of quarantine so we can get haircuts. Um, but today I've got an amazing guest. Um, this guy is an author, an MC, a keynote speaker, uh, amazing father, amaz- amazing husband, uh, extremely my mentor, great friend, and I'm going to bring him to the show, Mr. Frank J. Lopes. Welcome yes, to the show, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what an what an intro. I, I honestly thought I was I was waiting to get on to like the wrong show or something. Like I hit the wrong <laughs> link in the stream yard. And I'm like, who the hell is he? Oh shit, he's talking about somebody else, man. I better get out of here really quick. And then you brought me in. So wow, I'm gonna bring you in. So you're in it. You you've got to you got to live up to those uh, those standards now. <laughs> I like when you raise the bar really high, Josh. Like it, it does a lot of a lot of things, you know, for me, and it does a lot of things for others. So I like when you raise the bar like really, really high. That's good, man. Hey, That's sometimes good. we're our our worst critics, so somebody needs to tell us exactly how it actually is. That uh, I love it. You you can tell me how it is anytime, man. <laughs> and anytime. that's why, and that's why you're my mentor because I can call you and say I'm I'm thinking this, and you you can tell me I'm a dumbass. Because well, you never call me a dumbass, but I never call you, you a dumbass. Exactly, no. You've told me exactly how I need to be said. So I enjoy. I enjoy. And, and look, that's because we're in each other's crew, you know, mm-hmm. and when you, and when you have somebody in your crew, that person feels 100 percent comfortable and safe. Most importantly, comfortable is one thing. Safe is a whole nother thing to be able to tell you the truth no matter what. And you know that the other person that you're hearing it and that that's coming from a place of love and a place of care and a place and and like a good spot. It's not coming from an agenda of trying to sell you something or trying to manipulate you or trying to get you to say something because it's in my benefit, not necessarily in yours, you know, and those your crew members, man, they're 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 hard to find and they're you know and they're few and far between so it's definitely a pleasure to uh it's a pleasure and a blessing to be honest to to have you in my crew and and to be in yours and you definitely tap the relationship more often than uh than i do and that's my fault i should tap it more often because (laughs) no i mean that i mean that in a good way i don't mean you're taking advantage of me i mean that like you know you come to me for for a question or for hey how should i handle this or hey what do you think about that i should come to you a lot more because you've got a lot of good knowledge and a lot of good experience to share it's it's fun when we are you know because usually we have the same issues sometimes with not doing enough. It's one of the things that we, we keep telling ourselves there's more in the tank and we need to, to give more. Um, but it's very difficult. And, and, you know, just like BDC raw, BDC raw would not be a thing if it wasn't for Frank J Lopes, because um, I told you about the idea years ago and you said, okay, do it. And then I put it on the back burner and you were like, Hey, when are you going to actually do this? So it became the life uh, due to Frank J Lopes. So I, I appreciate you for everything that you do. 
No, I appreciate you, bro. I can actually remember the <laughs> I can remember the text conversation about it. I remember I was on a plane going from somewhere to somewhere normal. and we yeah, which is normal. That well not well the, the old normal. Old, <laughs> old normal, yeah. You know, but um but now it's like, you know, I can remember that the whole conversation, the whole plane ride was that conversation. The whole thing. And it wasn't like a, a, a 20 minute ride. It was like a two, three hour plane ride. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. So before we get into the show, which what we're going to be talking about is the five things your BDC needs to be doing and preparing for. But before we get in the show, please share because you have written a book. This is your first book. Unless you wrote another one I didn't know about. <laughs> but, no, this is, this is the first one. Book. What made you... what? Tell us a little bit about the book and then what kind of tell us what made you want to actually do this. So the book is called The 7 Minute Setup, okay, how to achieve your business and personal goals faster and e- faster and easier. It's available right now exclusively on Amazon and Kindle and it's a, it's available internationally so people that are watching in Canada, you can get the book too. Um The 7 Minute Setup on Amazon and I I wrote the book basically Josh, because it's the it's the exact process that I used twice in my life over two seven year periods. It's the exact process I used to pull myself from absolute zero, bankrupt, broken down, busted out, you know, whatever other type of B analogy word you want to put in there, you know, no problem. Insert your own, um, you know, from that to the height of success that I could achieve at that time. And my my second trip on it made my first trip because I learned so many things. It made my first trip and it made my first set of accomplishments basically like I looked back at it and I was like, oh, wow, I, if I would have known all of that, I could have done better. So I took the known all of that, I put it into an actual process an actual process that 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 I followed that I have taught so many others already that I have personally coached others on how to follow Josh you could do it for anything to, to be honest you did it and didn't even know it when That's you built one. yeah w- which when you built this podcast and when you built the BDC raw event I mean you, you did it yourself just through you and I speaking and through the coaching that I gave you and the little nudges here and there, you did the exact, you did the exact process, you know, and obviously it was, you know, if it was successful all the way up to the point of coronavirus and then, (laughs) and then all you had to do was just, you instantly, you took a big part of the book and you did it unconsciously. You just automatically rearranged your goal and you rearrange the date to September to September 21st and bang, you're still in. Yep. You're still, you're still on you. All you did was just, you had to make an arrangement. You had to make an adjustment based on factors that were out of your control. You had to respond instead of just sitting there and, you know, you had to respond instead of react. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the, exactly what you did. It's the uh, overplayed word right now, which is pivot. Which is like a key word. (laughs) (laughs) If one more person uses pivot, I mean, it's almost as bad as entrepreneur was in 2013 through 2016. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody was an entrepreneur. Pivot is is taking over uh, Epic because Epic is huge, you know. So now it's just everybody just just pivots. I'm just happy that we're off of mindset. Like that was... (laughs) That was another like, you know, that was another three cent word that just pretty much made everybody puke after the ninth time that they that they heard it. But hey, getting back, getting back to the book, the process is it's simple. It's easy. It takes seven minutes a day to do. That's hence the seven minute setup. You set yourself up every single day. It takes you seven minutes to do it. And that is it. And you're set for the day. And it is an actual process. Josh, you know how passionate I am about processes. It's very, very important 
to have a process to, that works. And like, you know, when I was rebuilding and when I was, and this is years ago before YouTube, before anything, when I was you know, building myself and everything, you, you did all of that by reading books. That was really yeah. the best. Yeah. That was the best access that you had. Either you read books or you went to a Zig Ziglar seminar. If there was one in your area, like that's, <laughs> those are the two choices that you had. Right. Yep. So I read so many of the greats and, and they're great books like, you know, swim with the sharks and the success principles and every Tony Robbins book. And, you know, you name it, I read it. And, and the problem that I came to every single time at the end of the book was that there was no process. Mm -hmm. There was a whole ton of ideas. There was all this motivation. There was inspiration. There were all these great stories of overcoming. Every book told me how I should think, but not a one told me what the hell I should do. Yeah, most Nobody of them told me. Now what? Now what? I've read the book. Now what? Now what? Now what? I like I use the analogy of like you bring a puppy home for the first time and you put the puppy down in the, in the house and the puppy runs everywhere because they're all full of energy. You know, they're full of piss and vinegar. Their their eyes are this big. They want to discover everything, but they don't know where the hell they're going and they don't know what to do. And then eventually they poop out. You know, they, they pee on the floor somewhere and then they go somewhere and they sleep for three hours because they're exhausted. You know, so instead of going through that whole puppy, that puppy mentality and that puppy syndrome of like just being released off the leash and running like crazy and not knowing where you're going, it's because there's no process. Mm -hmm. You don't have a process. And that's exactly what the book does. It gives you the process of what you do each and every single day to help you achieve any goal. Uh, Josh, I have had you organize a podcast and organize huge events. I have had people start a complete e-gaming training uh, business off of, by using the seven minute setup. I've had people go, I've had one person go to be one of the top um, fitness fashion models in New York City right now, all go from, I don't know. Uh, this is what I want to do. This is what I'd like to do to this is what I'm doing, mm -hmm. you know, from a thought of what I want my life to look like and what I want to be doing to, wow, I'm actually doing it like this. Yep. It's already happening. And look, it's all here. That's enough pitching because we want to bring we want to bring value as well. Get the book now exclusively on Amazon. But today, Josh, today's topic, man, right here, it's right, mm -hmm. it, 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 right, it's right here in our wheelhouse. And I want to get into it, man. So, yeah. So the five things your BDC needs to be doing now and to prepare for the future. So, you know, I've, you know, been entrenched in the BDC, you know, that's my wheelhouse and that's kind of been my passion for since 2011, really. And so what, I don't know if you have these written down in order as like what's number one or number two. And I, the of course I, of course of I do, sir. But let's do. start out with number one. What's the first thing as a BDC manager, director, or even rep, what is the first thing we need to be doing? Okay, so the first thing, this one specifically for managers, the absolute first thing that you need to do right now is you need to evaluate the process. Okay, you need to evaluate your process. And look, all BDC managers that are watching right now, you need to hit the share button and then you need to tag your dealer, your general manager, your general sales manager, just put their name in the comments, bang and hit and just put it in there. It'll pull them right into the show. Okay. So that's the, that's the absolute first <laughs> thing that you need to do. You need to hit the share button and then you need to tag your dealer, your general manager and your general sales manager, because they need to hear this as well. And they, and to be honest, they need to hear it from us. No disrespect to you, BDC managers. Okay. But we all know that when the, when dealer and when the general manager hears it from somebody else, it just makes it sound a lot realer, I guess. It becomes the gospel. It becomes gospel. So number one, you need to evaluate your process. There are things that we have shoved into our messages. There are things that we have placed into our messages over the last six weeks that now they cannot go away. All right. Mm -hmm. So if pre-corona, if you were absolutely positively not taking vehicles to customers' homes, if you were not doing remote deliveries, if you were not doing any of that stuff, that somewhere around March 16th, every dealer was like, oh, we got to do this and we got to do this now, right? If you were not doing that before and you threw it in, you cannot take it away 
once your state's stay at home, uh, stay at home restrictions are are removed. You cannot take that stuff away. You can, but then you're going to have to answer every single call that comes in of, yeah, I saw that you could bring the car to my house. And, and you're like, well, no, we don't do that anymore. Click. You don't what? <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, click. And that's it. Yeah. So you're going to have to put these things in place, which means you're going to have to evaluate the process or you're going to have to evaluate your process. And that means a lot of your usual processes that you have in place right now of, you know, the lead comes in, convert that lead over to either a telephone call or a text message and then convert it into an appointment. Now hit the hit the brakes really fast because that appointment may not work anymore. You're going to have to find out what that customer is going to want to do, whether they're going to want for the dealership to come to them or if they're comfortable coming to the dealership. That's going to be the first thing. So that's a part of the process right there. Some stores have gone through COVID. They have moved away from traditional BDC to more of an internet department or internet sales department type of a type of a process. That may be something that you want to keep, right? And if that's and and if that's the fact that that's what you want to do. You've got to change the process. Now you're going to have to look at how many internet salespeople do I have? I had two before and during COVID that was enough, but that's not going to be enough on in July or that's not going to be enough in, in, you know, in uh, October. So you're not going to want to react to it at that time. You're going to want to respond by instantly putting pe more people in place and setting that up properly. Mm -hmm. So number one, evaluate the process. Yeah, I think a lot of times, like, unfortunately, we have to be forced to uh, the whole digital buying. And, and if you want to call it digital retailing, it's more of just handling deals in a different way. And to think that it's going to go away when this kind of goes, you know, life goes back to the new normal. Um, I think we're sadly mistaken. And I think a lot of us have found out how easy it actually is. Like, we've made it difficult for years um, on the consumer. And we found out, like, this is actually a whole lot easier than having someone beat you up in the showroom. I think a lot of dealers have actually started to look at this like, oh, well, this was actually that, uh, not that bad at all. Yeah, uh, uh, look, look, we can have a whole podcast. We can have a whole show on the things that we should have been doing. You know, <laughs> pre COVID. I think there's a maximum. You can only go four hours, though, on Facebook. OK, on <laughs> Facebook Live. So we would probably have to split it up into four yeah. individual segments or something. But still, you know, and talking about the past is a waste of time. It doesn't help anything. It's just the fact of where are we right now? Where are we right now and how can we best prepare for what is for what is coming up? And yes, a lot of the dealers are realizing that customers like the fact that you bring the car to their home. So mm -hmm. Other customers, they don't want you knowing where their house is. They don't <laughs> want you sending somebody to the house. Like, yeah. hells no. They don't want that. And that's okay, too. But it's the fact that you offer to bring the vehicle to the customer's home. That's mm -hmm. what instantly increases that warm and fuzzy, it increases the customer, the customer's relationship, even though they don't want it, it doesn't matter. Just the fact that you offer it, right? Just the fact that you offer it. And that goes back to, I mean, this, this is one that kills me. It, it goes back to just basic human relations. How many times have you like visited someone's home in the past or something like that? And they're like, well, he didn't even offer me a glass of water. He didn't even offer me nothing. They didn't even offer. I didn't want it, but they didn't even offer me nothing, right? It, the offer is more important than if the person takes the offer or not. Just mm -hmm. the fact that you offer it. So when you do that, it makes the it makes the customer look and say to themselves, whether consciously or subconsciously, they say to themselves, "Oh, wow, they do that. That's really nice." You know, and anything that they can consciously or subconsciously say to themselves that's a positive, that's good, that makes the relationship better. Those are the things that you want. Those are absolutely positively the things that you want. And that, you know, I, I will kind of contradict myself and say that, you know, in the past, in the past, we, you know, managers would be like, oh, we put that offer out for, you know, we put that offer out for free oil changes for life and didn't nobody ask about it. 
Well, that, that's because the, the, just because nobody asked about it didn't mean that, number one, they didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. OK, and you disappointed them. And number two, the ones that did ask about it were handled before it ever even got to the manager. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they and if they have to ask about it, if they have to ask, oh, man, like that's the absolute worst thing that you can do. Exactly. You know, Macy's did a huge study on this um, years ago. I want to say like 2013 or 2014. And that's why whenever you go into a Macy's, they ask you, do you have a Macy's card or you know, do you have your email with us? Oh, let me look and see what coupons we have for you. So instead of you remembering your coupon, you're remembering your 20% off one day sale or whatever the hell it is, they say to you, oh, let me look and see. Because they understand, they understood that that increased, that that increased customer confidence in the store, that increased the customers, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They That increased the customer's experience, that mm-hmm. they walked out of the store feeling good. Mm-hmm. feeling good about exactly. it. And if they had to give them a coupon for 5% off or $5 off or whatever, it was so much better than the customer turning around, leaving saying, I am never going to Macy's again. I would much rather go to Kohl's or I would much rather go to bed, bath and beyond to buy these pots or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So if the customer has to ask you, that's a big problem. And that's also, that also goes along with evaluating the process. There are things in your sales process now, and also in your BDC process that you got to work in. Mm-hmm. You absolutely have to work them in. I don't want to jump ahead, but you know, they're absolutely a necessity. And I think with, with the process, it's something that for the BDC managers that are listening, sales managers that are listening, um, your process is something that obviously you need to take a look at now, but it is something you need to look at Every 90 days, that's what I look at every 90 days, because you don't know if something's really working or not until you give it some time. Uh, You know, immediately if something's going bad, but uh, you need to look at it every 90 days. Um, I don't think this is something that you just kind of set and forget, which I think a lot of people do and shame on them for doing that, because you can't just set your process up and go, well, it's built. I made it and then go. And it's perfect forever. You know, your process is not the pyramids in Egypt. They're not the great wall of China. They're not, they're, they're fallible. They are not perfect. And they, and every single one of them has a shelf life. And, And to be honest, the longer you do something the wrong way, the longer you hurt yourself. Exactly. It only, it only helps in the long run. It's no fun to look at this friends. Everything that we're going to talk about today, none of this is fun. Okay, but weird like me, unless you're weird like us, because we're freaking weirdos. (laughs) But, you know, none of it is fun, but but it's definitely more fun. Okay, it's less painful to go through this now and sell more cars starting like tomorrow and make more money. Okay, there's a lot more fun in that than there is whatever you could do right now instead of doing these things that we're going to go over, you know, you may want to like not look at your process and not look, not evaluate it and not really give it hard, hard, hard look at. And you'd rather go watch Tiger King. Okay. So they Tiger got King, watched. Yeah. Tiger King's going to be over in an hour. All right. And you're going to, and all it's going to do is make you feel better about your own life, but that's going <laughs> to go away too. Right. And then your process is still going to be messed up and you're still going to be sending automatic emails to people asking them if they want to come in. When could you come in? And your showroom is closed because of COVID. <laughs> that's so true. So go watch Tiger King. If, if that's, you know, if you're thinking that that's more important than selling cars and stuff, because honestly, you shouldn't be watching this anyway. But Josh, let's move on to number two, man. Number two. OK, so number two, evaluate your staff. Okay. Evaluate your staff. And once again, this is, this one is a big BDC manager, internet manager, general sales manager, general manager, dealer. If you haven't, if you're watching and you haven't tagged them yet, tag them now, because this one's especially for them. Evaluate the staff because look, BDC managers, we, I don't care what store it is. You go into the BDC and if there's more than three people in there, meaning two reps and the manager, Okay, the manager knows one of those two reps needs to be replaced. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's all you need is two of them. If you have one, you're not going to replace it because you don't want to do everything by yourself. (laughs) So if if you have two, there's always one of the two needs to go. 
It always seems like one of them is a superstar, sets it 35%, 80% show, 20% close, and the other one sets it like six. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and and the one that's good is picking up the slack for the other one all the time, where the manager's picking up the slack. But you're like, well, where do I find somebody? It's gonna be, I'm going to have such a hard time to replace Molly over there, and I don't really know what in the world to do. Now's the time. Evaluate the staff. We are in the season right now of free agency and automotive. This is the free. This is probably the first time it's ever happened, to be honest. But now is free agent. And there are a lot of Tom Brady's. There is a lot of, you know, put in your favorite player. It doesn't matter. Just there's a lot of high, super, super high quality free agents right now. There are a ton of them. It is the best season ever, you know, when it comes to free agents. So all you've got to do a couple of, a couple of ads on Facebook, a couple of posts on Facebook, maybe an ad on indeed, and you'll have a line wrapped around your dealership of people that are looking for work and right. And all of those people that are looking for work, I can guarantee you friends, every one of them is going to be a good hard worker and the ones that are not you're going to be able to sniff out in two seconds flat okay so evaluate the staff you probably have somebody that needs to go or pre-covid you were short-handed you really needed to have five reps in your bdc and you only had three okay you do not want to go into the season of opportunity which in some states starts like friday mm-hmm. you know there are a lot of states where stay in place, you know, the stay in place orders are going bye-bye on Friday. So that season of opportunity is starting. It's starting and you're going to have that first wave that's going to come through and it's going to come through quick. All the people that wanted to purchase a vehicle that are just sitting at home, basically waiting for the stay in place order to get removed. They're like, like a horse in the starting gate, waiting for the bell to go off, waiting for the doors to open up. Okay. So you want to get those people in place as soon as you can. And then you're going to get the second wave is going to come of all the people that the stay in place is going to be removed, but they're still going to be like, you know, like sticking their head out the front door. Like it's okay. It's okay to go. Are you sure? (laughs) Is it sure? No, I'm not ready yet. And then they go back in for two more days, right? You're going to have that second wave that's going to come around. So being shorthanded or having the wrong people in the wrong seats, managers, you may have a BDC manager right now that quite honestly should not be the BDC manager. Maybe they should be your number one rep. Okay. Maybe they should be your number two rep. Maybe they're be maybe they would be much better being an internet salesperson because they're overqualified mm-hmm. to be a BDC manager. Maybe if, if you change if you change your process and you go to cradle to grave internet salespeople, maybe your BDC manager is now going to become a twenty five or thirty or thirty five car a month internet person internet salesperson. Mm-hmm. So you got you may have the wrong person in the wrong seat. In mm-hmm. your store, so that that's what evaluating the staff so so important. It is, and I think a lot of times for for BDC managers, um, you you find when you have to shrink your staff, um, like like North Carolina, we've been open like nothing's happened to a certain degree with the automotive sales, mm-hmm. um, and so but we had we kind of shrunk our staff a little bit, and we've done some different things. But I think what it does is it sheds some light on. Number one, their strengths, like a big spotlight goes on their strengths and a big spotlight goes on all the weaknesses. And so you see where people actually are um, that in a group of nine or 10, that one person kind of gets masked into its own little corner because you can't see it. Now it's in this, there's a big, huge spotlight on the, on that weakness that you can't deny. And it's either a, uh, you didn't train them. Um, to the hundred percent that you needed to, you didn't see it because everybody else kind of picked up the slack. And so you didn't see it or B they're just not the right fit for the company. And I think you find that, you know, if you listen to, um, Joe Lockard on your show and my show, we both did very similar shows, but you see your rider dies and you see the ones that you shouldn't. 
And I think this is a good time to really evaluate that to find out, do I have too many people? Is it is it that I have five superstars and three not so that are draining the team? And would I do better if I shrunk it down to five and, and let them run with it? Um, or is that going to be too much? Or do I need to look at replacing those two or three reps that I have that just aren't up to snuff? And so I think you really need it. It really sheds light on who who your people that you can really rely on, who your people are that you you don't have to really tell them what to do. They just go and do. Um, and you figure out how how you can manage that a little bit better once you evaluated your team and see where where your weaknesses are and where you need to get better. Yeah, totally. And managers, don't forget, if you're going to be making changes to your process, you're going to be making changes to your sales process, and you have that at-home factor worked in there, okay, you're probably not going to need as many people on the floor taking ups. I, I can pretty much guarantee you that you're not going to need the same amount of people taking ups post-COVID as you did pre, but you're definitely going to need more people handling incoming telephone calls handling leads coming into the store because you're going to see in you're going to see phone calls and you're going to see leads go up a lot higher because people are going to be very conscious of their time and of their safety. Okay. Even if it's one out of 10, even if it's one out of 10 people are going to be conscious of those two things, you're that means you're still going to need more on the internet side, on the lead handling side phone calls, text messages, and leads than you are on the walk-in side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was talking to a good friend of mine in Kentucky, um, high-volume dealer. You can probably narrow it down to who that is. But they were getting inwards of 200 leads a day, which they're high-volume dealership, but they are inundated with so much volume. And they're in, in a state where they have to do curbside delivery. And so it's it's put a a light on a lot of different things on their end um, and trying to figure out, and I've done some work with them and, and trying to figure out some different avenues for them to turn some different things on with Carnell and some different software that they use that, that I both use also. And so, but yeah, you, you learn real quick that um, where, where the leads are going to come in and you're going to have to up that volume of people. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, of, I, I can think of two dealers right off the top of my head that were high volume dealers pre-COVID, right? That were in states that had very, very, you know, no restrictions on the, on the dealership showroom, no restrictions whatsoever, and very light restrictions, very light light stay at home orders like yeah we're going to put a stay at home order in place but if you want to go out you just just don't go close to anybody you know what i mean yep. don't, don't don't go to the beach just don't do yep. that okay and josh both of those stores both of those stores their their floor traffic was cut in half okay but leads from their website leads from their website doubled they doubled at both stores. They doubled. They did not take their foot off of the gas when it came to marketing and advertising. They were the first ones to put stay-at-home um, processes in place. We actually had beta-tested stay-at-home programs at both stores pre-COVID, so we were able to launch them like on March 8th. Like, bang, they just went live on the website. And they, like I said, they're, the leads that they received from their website doubled. And I'm not talking about doubled from 100 to 200. I'm talking about doubled from 500 to over a thousand. Okay. And from 600 to 1400, which is you know more than double. So it's just showing that customers and, and, and like I said, that's in States with no restrictions on the, on the sales floor and with very, very light, with very light stay at home orders, not really taken very seriously. Okay. Yep. Curfew. And like, that's basically it. So, <laughs> you know, so you see what I'm talking about here. If that is happening in the middle of COVID in these, you know, in, in these two stores and internet leads from the website, okay. From their own website doubled. That's a great prediction of what's going to come post COVID for most dealers. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to make sure you you have the right people and the right process in place.
Yes, absolutely. And let's move on to number three. And number three is to review your workflow. Okay. Now this is a specific BDC or internet department CRM conversation we're going to have right now. Review your workflow. All right. Most of the, most of the leads that have been coming in that close are closing within 14 days. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And we kind of saw this before as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, Josh. We kind of saw this before a huge majority of our leads and opportunities that came in this, that came into the store through the CRM, a telephone call, a text message, or an internet lead. Most of them closed within 14 days. And then after that, we had a huge gap and then a bunch of them closed after 28 days. But that, that first block right now, that 14 day period is going to be absolutely crucial. So no more of this skipping around because I don't really want to bother the customer. No, you want to get in front of the customer as fast as possible and as clear and concise and correct as you possibly can. You want to be clear, you want to be concise, and you want to be correct. The emails of three paragraphs where customer service is our utmost priority. No, bullshit. Get that out of there. People do not want to heal here the salesy shit. They do not want that. They sent you in an inquiry on a on a you know on a 2019 Silverado. They want to know if the truck is there. They want to know if it qualifies for zero percent. Yes and yes. Yes, the vehicle is here. Here are some additional photos. Yes, this vehicle qualifies for the 0% for 84-month financing offer that Chevrolet is offering right now. Will you be bringing, do you have a trade-in? Will you be, you know, do you, will you be, do you have a trade-in? Would you like for us to bring the vehicle to you so you can test drive it? Do you have any additional questions about the vehicle or its features or, or its options or anything like that? Dude, I sent you additional photos and a video. Let me know if there's anything else that you would like to see. Okay. Mm-hmm. And right away, like right away. And well, I don't want to skip because I'm trying not to move into some <laughs> of my other things at the same time, because my brain just wants to give you everything at once, but absolutely heavy within the first 14 days, day one through five, to be honest, Josh, day one through five, I don't mind if there's two customer contacts there. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if there's two attempts because right now, if the customer submitted a lead, Hey friends, guess what? They're serious. Exactly. They're it's- not messing. They're not messing around. They're not looking for something to do on a Tuesday afternoon. So they're going to send leads into car dealerships. Okay. <laughs> that, that's not what's going on right now. If they're sending you a lead, they're friggin' serious. So take them seriously. Take the person seriously. Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a very small percentage. I mean, we've had maybe two percent of people say, "Well, I'm not going to do anything until I I feel more comfortable with what's going out uh, on with with COVID." Uh, there's been a, a very small percentage of those people. The bigger percentage of people are, "I'm ready to make a move. I'm ready to do it now." Yes. And so you have to you have to use you know I use the first seven days um, very very obviously the first fourteen, but the first seven days I'm hitting them hard. Like right between the eyes because I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get right in front of them. So they're, they're going to, uh, so I have the opportunity to connect with them and, and have that conversation that needs to be, that needs to be taking place. So you have to make sure that you're not, you know, a lot of people have like let off the gas, like, you know, if they come in, they come in. And that's kind of the mentality on a lot of dealerships. Well, if they do, they do. But the they're reality, not coming in, people. They're, they're not. You cannot go out the gate and say, what time can you come in today? Like, I get that that's been embedded into your brain for years and years if you've been in BDC. But right now you have to offer the information. You have to answer every question. And then you need to go down which path they need to take. If it is them wanting to do the completely, you know, us deliver the vehicle, us take their trade in, all those different things offsite, then it's that's what we need to do. If that's it's it. more towards the customer is wanting to to walk around the lot and kick some tires and make sure that is the right vehicle, no problem. Let's go down that route. So you have to figure out and, and with talking to the customer, you're going to find out where they're at. But you have to hammer it hard for those 14 days. Have Absolutely. to. 
Absolutely. You absolutely. It, it's not even like a you should type of thing. It's an absolutely must. You must hammer that customer for 14 days, but you must hammer them with quality. You must hammer them with things that are of benefit to them. The whole we've said it already six times during the show. So I'm going to say the seventh for the people that sevens the magic number. Okay, that you have to say something seven times for them to get it. So you still have two more. So you better not say that you're only going to say it seven times. Well, I'm probably going to say (laughs) at least another seven on top of this, you know, but you've got to go to the customer with something that's of quality and of of importance to the customer. Okay, hitting them with when can you come in? I have 1015 and 245 available is (laughs) friends. It's not going to friggin' work. It's mm-hmm. not going to work right now. It just flat out is not. You're going to have to earn. You're going to have to earn the right to invite that customer to the dealership. You're going to have to earn the right to invite yourself to that customer's home to show them the car. You're going to have to earn it on both parts, okay, on both sides. If not, you're not going to get it, and you're just going to leave it up to chance for it to happen. Because if you tell a customer right now, when would you like to come in? I have 1015 and 245 available. You're going to get the, whoa, well, I'm really not sure what's what's going on. And I got to see about this and that. And I got to see with the position of the sun and how my grass is growing. And, you know, if my kid, I, I got so, they're going to give you a million excuses because they're not... There is no freedom anymore. Look, for the last six weeks, we have been told, don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay? For the last six weeks, we have been told, when you go out, wear a mask. You know how weird it is going out like to the grocery <laughs> store and everybody's got a mask on? Yeah. Like, like, you can't tell if, somebody wants, if somebody's coming up to you to say something. You can't tell if they're coming, coming up to you for a stick up, that they're going to rob you. Because everybody's got a mask on. We were not six weeks ago. We were you were not able to go anywhere with a mask on unless it was October 31st. Yeah, you're actually not allowed to wear a mask inside of a gas station. Except yeah. for now. You can walk. You can <laughs> yeah, stroll into the bank with a mask on now. What the <laughs> hell is that? OK, so, so culture has been banging into people's heads. Okay, that you do not go out. So you asking them to come right out of the gate without building any type of reason, without building any kind of warrant, okay, to be able to do it is just going to backfire. That's it. It's going to backfire and it's going to push you back way, way further than when the customer didn't even know that you existed. You're going to be pre that. Mm -hmm. when it comes to that customer there are so many fantastic analogies but we want to keep the show pg right now you know (laughs) but there's so many great analogies that you could put into this you're going to have to earn the right earn earn the right to be able to invite the customer to visit the dealership if that's even legal okay you're going to have to earn the right to be able to take the vehicle to the customer's home because you're really intruding on a big, you know, on a big privacy and safety net by doing that. It's one thing to give your address to somebody. It's something else to show up at the house, you know, two two totally different things. We've been told that our family can't come over. So a car salesman is going to come over. (laughs) Come on, come on now. Right. That's not, that's not, that's not going to work. That's absolutely not going to work. And that goes right into the next point. Josh, I'm taking over your show that goes into the, (laughs) with that, into the next point, which is to friends eliminate all of the templates, eliminate them all. Okay. Just get rid of the damn templates. This is one of them. You should have never had them in the first place. Okay. Eliminate the, eliminate the templates and replace them all with bullet points and with instructions, because look, we do not expect our, Internet salespeople and our BDC reps, we do not expect them to suddenly suddenly become authors and become just the great communicators overnight because COVID came. All right. That's not going to that's not going to happen. But at the same time, I've said three times already, the salesy type of email templates are not going to work. They're just not. People are going to cut right through them. I had this this conversation with one of my with one of my dealer partners not even twenty minutes before we went live. 
And I had to send them an example of exactly what I'm talking about here. So in the templates, all you do now is you set up bullet points. A day one response should include this, 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 and this. Okay. And managers, if your BDC rep or your internet salesperson cannot construct an email or a text message with proper pronunciation, proper grammar, okay, and returns, hitting the return button where it's necessary so you don't have one big run-on paragraph that's this big, right? Then let's go back to number two where you should be evaluating your staff because that person shouldn't be with you anymore. Exactly. Bottom line. So get rid of all the templates, turn the templates into instructions, turn them into outline instructions. Day one, thank them for the inquiry, right? Number one, thank them for the inquiry. Number two, you know, ask them if they answer every single question that in the lead, right? Read the lead and answer each and every single question. Okay. Next record a video in front of the vehicle of interest, send to the customer through co-video, right? Number four, ask customer if there are any other questions or anything else they need to know. Because also in, when you reevaluate the workflow later on in the day, you're going to have another email that's going to go out or another text message or another telephone call that you're going to attempt. And you're yeah. going to be able to move it to the next level. The, uh, look, some manufacturers are going to get pissed off with you and they're going to say that you've got to invite the customer in every single time. Oh, yeah. Right. You tell them, I'm going to wait till you're finished drinking. You tell them to go scratch ass. Right. Because you cannot invite them in because they can't go anywhere. And you have to earn it. And if that means that you get five points off your three birds review or your shift digital review, so be it. Because last time I checked, you can't take a three birds review or a shift digital review to the bank to pay your mortgage. You can't go and say, look, I got a 90 out of 100 on my three birds review. You know, this should this should give me like three months. Right. They're mm -hmm. going to tell you to scratch ass too. That's not going to, that's not going to work. You're going to have the only way that you can do those things is by selling cars and making money. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's by selling cars. And you're not going to sell cars. If you immediately go for the throat and ask them to come in immediately on the first email response, it's just not going to happen. You're going to have to earn your way to it. So each and every single response should be customized. You know, Josh, it's another reason why, contact rate through mm. text messaging okay oh is, yeah is so high right it's so so high a lead comes in and you text that customer okay you know at at at, at our dealerships at, at hubert vester what's the contact rate on text messaging that goes out it's got to be close to like 80 percent, 90 percent. yeah it's right about that 90 percent range Okay. So, and you know why a lot of that is number one? Yes. There is so much focus on text messaging. Text messaging is the preferred contact method without blah, 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 without a doubt. Okay. It's also because there's no templates for text that you have to actually type in what you want to say to the customer. And that makes it real. That makes it raw. That makes it authentic. And that is what customers are looking for. They're looking for that real raw, authentic, like I said, clear, concise and correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is true. What you're saying is quick. Okay. And you're not muddling up all your words. You're not doing all the salesy stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what, um, even incorporating, you know, tech, uh, video into your text. Um, you know, video is a big, big, big hot point for me. Um, I really, really, really think that it works. And it's something that I've incorporated since probably 2013 with co-video. I think I've been a client of theirs since 2013, maybe 2012. Um, but it's just, it's, it's you, we've talked about video for since 2009, I think, mm -hmm. um, in automotive space. And it's still something that nobody does. And it, I think it adds that extra personal touch. It adds that, that personality because you can sound a certain way on the phone. You can sound a certain way via text. But when someone sees this and we are, you know, technically we're not really eye to eye, but we are, they know who you are and they know when you, when you are enthusiastic about whatever you're providing them, um, they know it through, through video. And so incorporating that via text also is critical. Absolutely.
Absolutely. I could, I could, I could not agree more that if you can send a video, number one, you should be sending a video response every time. Okay. To every lead at, at least on the initial response, you should be okay. sending a video to the customer without a doubt, right in front of the vehicle of interest, because mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, you know what the vehicle of interest is. If you get one in and you don't know, you should still just send a video introducing yourself because you're, you're going to want to make a connection with that customer. It's going to be crucial to do it. And friends, they don't care if your hair is messed up. They don't care if your makeup's not perfect. They don't care if you slur a word. You don't care if you hold the camera a little crooked. Try to make all those things as best you can, but do not let those things get in the way of recording the video in the first place because the bottom line of it is that the customer does not care. They don't care if your hair is messed up. Okay. They don't care if you talk a little bit out of the side of your mouth. They don't, they, they, they don't care how you pronunciate words. They don't look at me. I pronunciate almost everything wrong. Okay. <laughs> I have this horrible New Jersey accent that, that people have made me very aware of over the last few years. I had no idea I had one 40 some odd years of my life. I go live on Facebook. Everyone's like, Oh, I love your Jersey. You know? Yeah. So they don't care what they care about is the car that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. And they care that you are not a scumbag. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what they care about. They care about the car and they care about who they're going to buy it from, that they can actually trust that person, that they're not going to get robbed. That's Mm -hmm. basically it. They don't care if your hair is a mess. They don't care if you're not wearing your perfect blue shirt. They don't give a shit. They care about the car. They care about themselves. So don't let that kind of stuff get in the way of actually sending the video in the first place, because if you send it, man, everything goes up, everything, your set rate goes up, your show rate goes up. Your close rate goes up because you're setting everything up right. You're doing that warm and fuzzy. You're making that connection. You're earning the right to ask for the appointment. You're earning the right to offer to bring the vehicle to the customer's house. They're more apt to say yes after they've seen you than some name that's at the bottom of the email that they don't even know if that's actually the person who's sending the email. It could be Jabush Kajish from Pakistan who's sending the email. They have no idea. They have no right? idea. Exactly. They have no clue. But if they see a video and you say, hey, my name's Frank from Friendly Motors. Here's the here's the F-150 that you inquired about, that you inquired about before. You can see it's the blue jeans color. I love this color, too. This is like the best color on F-150s. If I was going to buy an F-150, that's the color I would buy. Right. And let me show you inside. You see, it's got the heated seats. It's got the Lariat package. It's got the this and the that and the, all this kind of stuff. And mm. don't forget, if you if you like, you don't have to come here. It would be my pleasure to bring the vehicle to bring this F1, this F-150, this one to bring it to you, to your house so that you could see it, take it for a test drive, see if it fits in your garage, all that kind of stuff. Please, I'd love to get out of the dealership for a little while. Let me take it to you. OK, <laughs> yep. I'll even bring a yep. Starbucks if you want or whatever. Hey. Right. And then they see your face and they're like, yeah, OK, let the person come. Yeah, I really exactly. want the truck anyway. Mm-hmm. I really want it anyway, so let them come. Exactly. Simple. It's so simple, yeah. though. It's so, so simple. A- and another thing that's simple is the last point, number five. And I've been saying this for a while. I'm going to say it again. Text everyone. Okay? Text everyone. And not only that, text them first. Text them first. The lead comes in, and we have been programmed. We have been phone first. Phone first. Phone first. Phone first. Phone first. Get them on the phone. Get them on the phone. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Send the text. If there's a number there, send the text. Okay. When you have an eighty to ninety percent response rate on text messaging, why in the world would you pick up the phone? Why? It makes no sense whatsoever. I, I I put up a post months ago, and 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 it's still true. Somewhere around eighty some odd percent of people. I don't remember the exact number. I want to say it was eighty eight, but I'm not sure. But so we'll just say around eighty percent of people will not answer a, a call on their on their smartphone if they do not have the number saved. Okay, so if somebody submitted a lead. What is the what is the probability of them having the dealership's number saved in their phone? L- let me t- l- let me tell you what the answer to that is. It's okay? a secret guess. It's zero. 
There is no probability. They do not have the number saved in the phone. They don't. So they're more than likely not going to answer it. Okay. They're more than likely not. So why even bother with that? Just go move right to text, right to text. Hey, Bob, I received your, I received your email about the F-150. Is it okay that I text you? Question mark. Answer yes or no. They answer yes. You're off to the races. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. it. Great. I have it right here. Blah, 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 blah. You know, let me send you a video of it. Don't ask them if you can. Don't ask them when they want to come in right away. No, build value. And you can do it through text messaging. It's so, so, so easy. Josh, years ago, years ago, when my son Frankie first got his got his first sales job selling cars, okay, at Ray Katina Audi in Freehold. The first thing I told him was text everyone, text mm-hmm. everyone leads come in. You text them your follow-up, do it via text. And this was before there was texting integrated into the CRM, you know, there are anything like that. I would tell text everybody. How do I text them on that, on this phone that I pay for every month for you? <laughs> That's how you text them. Okay. Yep. Text everybody text. Every- he went instantly from zero to 20 plus a month. He didn't even know what the hell to do with himself. Okay. (laughs) He went from zero to 20 plus a month because his contact rate was super, super high. Now, then we had to have the conversation about make sure you put the notes in the, in the CRM. We had to have all those conversations, but still at, at the, but at the same time, guess what? Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared because when you're selling that many cars and you're new, when you're a green pea, nobody cares what you do. You could spray paint your desk pink. They wouldn't care. You know, that's fine. As long as 20 people sign paperwork at it and take Audis out of there, all good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all good. You can make it pink and purple even if you want. So move over to text. Okay. Make text the first response. You want to send that, you want to send that, that auto reply to shut off the clock and to keep your three birds thing, you know, your three birds report the right way. Go ahead, do it. But your internet salespeople, your internet reps, the the first instruction, the first task is text this customer, Mm -hmm. text them, text them answer the lead, everything, everything that you're supposed to do. That's why I absolutely love, I love CRMs that have text integrated in them, okay, and that they actually push text to the forefront. Mm-hmm. I love it because you're going you're gonna to get the response, and that's the whole reason to reply to the customer. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing is to get the volley going, right? Exactly. Why would you? Like I said before, why the hell would you call them? They, if they wanted to talk to you, they would have called you in the first place. Yeah, we okay? all have phone numbers, right? We all have phone numbers. Okay. Josh, if I, if you need me for something, if you need me business-wise, full disclosure, Josh and I do also work together. Josh, even though he's been a friend of mine for years, he's now he's a client of mine as well. Okay. But so if Josh wants something, he and this was the same before we before he was my client, okay. He would text me. If he wanted to call me, he would call me. Mm-hmm. Do you like, think about this, Josh. How many people do you know? Okay, and we, as soon as I say this, you're going to think of two or three of them. How many people do you know that you send them a text message and they freaking call you? Oh, that kills me. That and don't happen to me, but man. And you're looking at the phone like, if I wanted to talk to you, I would have called you in the first place. Yeah. Now you got to answer the phone because they know that, you, that, that you're looking at your phone because you just texted them. Uh-huh. So now you got to answer. And if you don't answer, they text you, they text you back, but they're like, Hey, why didn't you pick up? Mm-hmm. Right. That that's exactly what you're doing to the customer. If they wanted to call friends, they would have picked up the phone and they would have called you in the first place. Okay. Mm-hmm. They sent the, te- they sent the lead in, they sent in the lead. They sent in a, a form on the website through or through true car or whatever, because they're scared to talk to you. Mm-hmm. They don't know who you are. They don't know anything about you. I don't call perfect strangers just randomly to see what they want. I don't do that. If you're on if you're on Facebook marketplace and you want to buy somebody's couch or something, right? You don't like go to their profile and then go to messenger and then, and then Facebook message, call them (laughs) on the phone. You don't do that. You send them a message. You don't know that person. Yeah. Right. It it definitely gets that arm's length piece away like because people are wanting to be that and so it allows them to communicate and the one big thing for me is is that 
either either email or if they text you. If they email you, text you back, respond ASAP. That's right. The speed in which you respond is critical. I've seen way too many times where a customer has emailed back or text back an hour ago and we haven't responded. And it's like, guys, like that is like it's a kiss of death. I, I don't know if you're thinking that, you know, if if your husband or your wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other, whatever, texts you and you wait an hour to text them back, good luck. So treat it just like that. I mean, it, you need to respond quickly and make sure you're answering those questions um, in a concise way. Because, man, if they're hot and if they're emailing you or texting you back, man, it's it's go time. Like that's you've got the connection now. It's time to hit it hard um, because now you know that they have that device in front of them. Absolutely, and like I said, with those text messages, clear, concise, and correct. Okay, mm-hmm. do not tell the the customer that the car is in stock when the car has been sold. Mm-hmm. Okay, do not tell them that the car is there when the car is in the storage lot forty minutes away. And there, and, and we, you know, and if you do not work at a dealership where your storage lot is 40 minutes away, thank your lucky stars that you don't. Okay. Because there are a lot of stores that have storage lots that are far away, but just clear right to the point. Okay. Right to the point and no salesy type of talk. Okay. Concise. Just get to the fucking point. Just mm-hmm. get right there. Just answer the question. Does this vehicle have heated seats? Well, the 2019 Ford F-150 does include the No. Yes. That's it. Just say, yes, the vehicle has heated seats. Yep. I don't need the whole freaking diatribe of, of, of war and peace in my response <laughs> as a customer. All I need is the answer to the question. I need the answer to the question. That's it. If I ask you if it has heated seats, that means heated seats are important to me. That means that in the summertime, I don't like in the wintertime, I don't like putting my butt on a cold leather seat. I don't mm-hmm. like it. It bothers me. Okay. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to stroke a check every month for 740 uh, or $749 payment for this F-150 if I got to get in there and my ass is going to get cold every morning in the wintertime. I don't want to do that. Okay. Exactly. So answer yes. Put me at ease that my butt is going to be warm. Okay. Yes. Does this vehicle have auto have a remote start? Yes, it does. It's a great feature, isn't it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Have a clear, concise, and correct. If you don't know if the vehicle has auto start, don't just answer. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. And then the customer comes in. There's no auto start. Now you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Deal's Thanks. dead. Deal's over. All right. Like it's done. Forget it. So yep. clear concise and correct. If you don't take anything out of today's show, besides that, you should order this book right now on Amazon and (laughs) clear, concise and correct. Okay. If you took it, take those two things out, you're going to be way ahead. Exactly. And so, you know, obviously I want to thank you, Frank, for being on the show. Um, I've asked you a few times and we've just kind of, actually, we were supposed to, I kind of threw you off last week saying, yeah, you're on, the, um, you're on the show, and I actually didn't mean that, and so I've thrown you off a little bit, but I want to thank you so much for being on the show, and we'll have you back here soon. We're going to continue to do this, um, you know, for the, I don't know when I'll stop, if I'll well, stop. To be honest, to be honest, don't <laughs> stop. Don't I'm not stop. going to. Don't stop, because, Josh, the, the information that you share, the guests that you have on, it is it is gold and it's invaluable to to so many people that watch you it's so important that you continue to do this please you know don't stop and everyone don't forget bdc raw event september 21st in raleigh north carolina fantastic speakers are going to be there right so great people are going to be there get your tickets bdcrawevent.com go to amazon order the book okay exclusively on amazon 7 minute setup you definitely want this it's good this i'm going to go as far as to say this book will change your life mm-hmm. it will change your life because it changed mine twice okay mm-hmm. it has changed multiple other people's lives as people read this the early copies that that went out and people that got the ebook i've already been hit so many times with oh my god what an easy way to put things together i've already filled out my 7 year vision mm-hmm. i can't believe there are so many things that i want to do and can do 
And now I have a process to do it. This book gives you the process, friends. You absolutely need this. You absolutely need it. Seven minutes set up available exclusively on Amazon. That's enough plugging. And one last little bonus. If you are looking for, like you, 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 you notice that your process is broken and you need a uncontacted process for your CRM. If you either throw your email up on the, um, on the comments, or you can email me at autodisruptor at Gmail. Um, I will send out one that I just finished up about a week ago. I will send you out a complete blueprint on how to do that and also offer up any assistance that I can possibly give you um, as you're doing it. So if you have any questions on it, feel free to reach out to me. So thank you, everybody who tuned in, who's listening on the replay. If you're listening on the podcast, I uh, extremely, extremely love that you are being part of this, and we will continue on with this as we go forward. So, Frank, thank you so much, and everyone have a great, great day. Thank you, everyone. Hit the share button. Hit the share button.